You are listening to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 20. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. Today I want to talk about self-sacrifice and controlling our need to be self-sacrificing because I think that is something that we all struggle with in this profession is always feeling like we have to be the hero. And um, this happened to me just yesterday. I um, had stayed home from work in the morning and um, because I had some window washers coming. So I was working from home and then I was supposed to go to the dentist office, but then the dentist canceled on me. So I went into work and we were having a meeting um, at uh, around noon, I guess. And so we had this meeting and then I was going to work for a little bit. And then I had a CE to go to in the evening. So it was probably about maybe four in the afternoon. And one of my receptionists came up to me and she said, Dr. Capel, um, so-and-so is on the phone. They think their cat is blocked. Do you want to see it? And I, you know, it, it took me a second because I was like, well, no, in my brain, no, I really didn't want to see it because I'm not on the books on Monday. I have four doctors at the hospital that are all working and I'm the only one that isn't on the books on Monday. And I usually use that day to catch up on things and get paperwork done. And I had a CE to go to that I had to be at at 630 and I had to go home and feed my dogs and then get to the CE and, you know, I, I struggled with it for a couple of seconds, like, well, maybe I should see this cat. And then I stopped and I thought, wait a minute. I said, well, what's the other doctors doing? You know, um, the one doctor that was in surgery was done. I knew she was done and she had time. I said, I don't need to see this cat. She can very easily see this cat. So it took me a minute and um, made me feel a little bit guilty, but then I kind of, you know, got strong and said, you know, I really don't need to see this cat. If it comes in and everybody else is busy, you know, perhaps I'll have to do it. But um, it shouldn't happen on a Monday when I have five doctors, four that are on the books and me. So anyway, that was that was something that came up just yesterday. And it got me to thinking about this blog I wrote a, a few weeks ago, because I basically said, do we have to be a hero all the time? Or can we just protect ourselves and stay whole? And the name of the blog was Hero or Whole. Um, and it was about this subject of self-sacrifice. So I really wanted to talk about that today. So hopefully that will be interesting. And maybe we can learn some things by talking about it. The reason that the blog came up in the first place is because I was, um, I'm involved in this veterinary group, actually several on Facebook, um, but there's this one particular one. And one day I was kind of, you know, strolling through Facebook or scrolling through it or whatever word you want to use. And I ran across this um, question that somebody put out on this veterinary Facebook group. And the, this literally is the quote, does being a strong leader mean that you must sacrifice everything for the good of the business? Question mark. Are you a bad person for trying to have a balanced schedule and asking to reschedule appointments to make that happen? That was the quote. And when I read that, I mean, somebody literally had to ask that to a group. Are you, a, are you being a strong leader 
if you don't sacrifice everything is basically what she was saying. And that was kind of disturbing to me because I certainly don't think being a leader is being all self-sacrificing. And, um, and to have somebody put that question out there for a bunch of other veterinarians to, you know, comment on was really sad to me. So, you know, I thought I started thinking about this whole subject of of the way that we're so self-sacrificing. And I I think it stems from, you know, generations ago when veterinarians were kind of out in the country. They were few and far between. They did large animal medicine, which was all hours of the day and night. The old James Harriet types, you know, and we've talked about James um, Harriet stories before on the podcast, but those kind of stories, I think, stick with us and make us feel like, you know, we always have to give up our evenings. And when I started in the veterinary business, there weren't as many emergency clinics. And in fact, there weren't any near the practice that I started at. And so we had to take call. And, you know, get up in the middle of the night and drive to the hospital when somebody had a problem um, because there was nowhere else for them to go. So, you know, you'd stumble down there at two or three in the morning and you'd be doing a GDV surgery by yourself with, you know, a tech that you hauled out of bed or, or you know, your spouse restraining the pets to put IVs in them. You know, it was kind of kind of crazy in a way. But I think that's where that whole self-sacrificing you know, concept or, um, you know, it just, it's stuck with us. It's something that we're having a hard time getting away from because we have this, you know, inter- inner guilt that we think that anytime there's a problem that we have to step in. And we grew up that way. You know, our, our veterinary careers, a lot of us, um, you know, that, that either work in an area where there's not a lot of um, coverage for emergencies or, you know, we're the only ones, like I, I get it a lot with the birds because, you know, I'm the only vet in my hospital that will see birds. And so, you know, if a bird is sick and I'm getting ready to leave and a client calls, then I have all this, you know, guilt around not sacrificing myself to be the hero in these situations. Um, so I think it's part of our culture. And I think we sometimes think that others' needs are more important than our own. And it really leads to a lot of extra stress. And it really causes us to have decreased, you know, life balance. And becoming a good leader and basically leading by example, you have to take care of yourself. Um, It's kind of like that... uh, you know, airplane analogy where they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first, you know, being a good leader inside of your hospital means that you have to know when to say no. And I read this um, fact somewhere and don't remember exactly where, but it said that we spend an average of 25,000 days on earth. And if you do the math on that, I think it turns out to be about 68 and a half years which is kind of sad in a way because I would love everyone to live more than 68 and a half years. Um, But that's the average. And when I started doing the math and thinking about that, I was like, wow, that goes by very, very fast. And, you know, if you start thinking about your days ticking down and what you spend your time doing, you really need to value, 
each day and um, take care of yourself. So maybe your life will extend beyond um, that 68 and a half year average or 25,000 day average. Um, so if you take those days and, and subtract the days that you've already been on this earth, you know, it starts to get a little real. And, you know, you have to start to think about what you really want to do with your time. And we all love, you know, the, our veterinary job, of course, we really do love it. And when we do spend a lot of our valuable time there, and it's super rewarding, but it really makes you start to think about how much of, of the self-sacrifice do you want to do? And um, so I think leadership involves taking care of yourself and, um, getting better at delegation. Um, and, you know, we all have these really capable teams that work for us. And, you know, I have yesterday four other super capable doctors. In fact, all four of them are smarter than I am. And, um, you know, they can do a blocked cat just because I was handy and I was there and, you know, it was a client that I normally see. My receptionist assumed that, you know, that was something that I should do. And, um, you know, I had to learn to say no. And so one of the tips that I have um, around this concept is that difficult um, no word. It's a skill to know when to say no and not let it affect us and make us feel guilty. Um, it's not unreasonable. You know, we've got to learn that there are times when saying no is just as good of an answer as saying yes. And, and in this cat situation that I was in on Monday, um, you know, that cat is going to get the exact same care or better care, you know, if one of my other doctors is seeing it because they're not in a hurry to get out of there and, you know, get their dogs fed and go to the, the evening CE. And I was, I was, I was kind of in a yank to get out of there. And so if my other doctors are on the books till we close at seven, that cat's going to get better care if they see it. So there's really absolutely no reason for me to sacrifice. And when this doctor on the Facebook post said, um, let me go back to the quote. She said, does being a strong leader mean that you must sacrifice everything? Wow. That's really strong. No, it doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice everything. You absolutely don't. In fact, I think being a strong leader means that you know when to say no and you know when to set some boundaries. You know, we have clients that are super unreasonable. Um, we had a story just um, on Saturday where a client, we're up until one o'clock on Saturday and a client called at like noon. And she said her dog had been up all night, asked him to go outside. She thought it had a bladder infection. And um, I guess the books were just jammed to the rafters. And so the receptionist told this person, you know, I really think you should take your dog to the emergency clinic because we just don't have room on the books right now. And, you know, we won't be able to see it in a timely fashion. And I think it's the best thing. Well, you know, these clients get unreasonable and they get angry because they want what they want. And, you know, it's not reasonable for someone to call an hour before we close and demand, regardless of how busy we are, that they need to get in. And in some instances, we'll absolutely squeeze people in. And But there's some instances when we absolutely can't. 
And so if we can't carve out the time of our schedule to take care of every single person that calls, um, you know, we have to carve out the time to take care of ourselves and our team. You know, we want our team to get out of work um, when they need to get out of work on Saturday. And so we really have to build a culture in our practices of protecting ourselves and protecting our employees because this whole self-sacrifice issue really stresses everybody out and causes us to, you know, go towards those compassion fatigue, decision fatigue things that, that we're suffering from. And we really have to start treating ourselves as the priority. And, you know, when you're at work, yes, you're at work. You have to do your job. You have to take care of your clients. You have to take care of your patients and you want to, you know, we really want to do these things for these people. However, when it becomes um, so self-sacrificing and so um, overwhelming and there's so much demand on our time, we really have to start to practice some self-care and treat ourselves as a priority and treat our teams as a priority. Um, and we want to work against um, the self-deprecation that comes in with our thoughts and we've talked before about how our thoughts will create our feelings. And so if we start to feel, you know, these self-deprecating thoughts coming into our mind and we start to think that, you know, we're not good leaders because we're not, you know, sacrificing everything and, you know, we're afraid to cancel an appointment because we have a family emergency, then that's a problem. You know, we really need to protect our, ourselves so we can continue to feel joy in our practice because, you know, we really want to love the job that we're in. And we really do most of the time, you know. We got we got into this because we love this profession. And, and in order to continue to love it and continue to have a life, the, the sacrifice has to stop. And, you know, it can bring us good feelings but it can also cause us to not feel whole. And, um, you know, this, this hero stuff that we always tend to choose because we think that we have to um, causes us to go down that road of, of stress and overwhelm and, you know, sometimes even burnout. And, and we don't really want to do that. You know, we, wanna, we want to be um, in a joyful place. And we want to protect our time. So saying no to unreasonable client demands is something that we want to learn to do. Um, also picking up others' workloads. And I'm super guilty of this because I'm one of those people that wants everybody to be happy. I like harmony in the workplace. And so I have a tendency to want to do others people's work for them if I feel like they're getting stressed out. I want to take up the slack for them. And so that is a really interesting thing that I have to deal with. And um, doesn't mean that I can't help out, but when it starts to become that I'm putting other people's jobs and me helping them with their jobs in front of my own self-care, my own health, then that's when it really gets to be a problem. So be careful of that. Um, we always want to, you know, be the hardest working person out there, especially those of us that um, enjoy leadership. 
And I'm not saying that the leader shouldn't be the hardest working person in the hospital, because a lot of times we should. However, that doesn't mean that you can't take a break and you can't take a vacation and you can't delegate. You know, it's super important when you have capable human beings working with you that you let them do their jobs and that you're okay with delegating and that you don't try to do everything yourself. Um, the other thing that sometimes makes us feel um, like we're not taking care of ourselves is compromising um, our morals or, you know, doing things that we don't feel like align with um, the things that we hold true. Um, we don't want to do things that we don't agree with. And so, you know, being that strong individual that, you know, will stand up to even clients that want you to do things that, you know, refill medications. And I struggle with that all the time as people always want to refill medications, even if we haven't seen them in the last year. And so I'm constantly fighting that battle, you know, and I, but you just, you have to try to stick to your rules and you, you have to, you know, be true to yourself and not, sacrifice your morals or your principles or your rules of your hospital in order to make a client happy. And, you know, we want them to be happy. We want them to like our practice, but not at the expense of ourselves and taking care of ourselves. So, you know, the saying no thing is really important when we're talking about self-sacrifice. The other thing I want to talk about is boundaries. And boundaries are you know, not just saying no, but creating boundaries for yourself and the circumstances that you're in. You know, make sure that you're getting your lunch break. Um, it's okay. It's okay to say, you know, I haven't had my lunch. I need to go take a break. It's okay to get out of the hospital for a few minutes and get some fresh air. It's okay to you know, go on your vacation with your kids and not feel guilty and not worry about the work that's left behind for your hospital, because that is part of being a good leader is taking care of yourself, you know, getting your proper exercise and reading, um, you know, for pleasure, not necessarily always your journals, you know, you don't have to do that. You need to take care of your mind and learn things that, you know, like listening to your favorite podcast or, um, you know, reading a magazine article that doesn't necessarily have to do with medicine. That is something that's all important to self-care, spending time with your family. And this is one that I think we sometimes don't um, set the right priorities around. And, you know, you, re you really got to remember that the whole reason that you're working in the first place is so you can take care of your family your, you know, spouse, your children, your, you know, significant other, if you're not married, um, even your friends, you know, don't neglect those. That is the most important thing in your life when you only have 25,000 days. And oh, that I just hate that. It makes me feel like I'm running out of time. Um, so don't let that add stress to you, even though I'm, I, I've said it twice. So I guess I'm adding a little stress to your life. But, but really think about it. I read this article um, when I was researching this podcast. And um, this person um, talked about taking a boat test, um, like a boat that floats in the water test. 
And basically, it's a it's a mental exercise to help you figure out what your real priorities are, because sometimes we forget, you know, what's your priority if, you know, and I use the if the house was on fire instead of the boat analogy. But um, so the boat exercise is if you imagined yourself in a small boat in the middle of the ocean or a lake or whatever body of water um, seems big enough to you, but you're in this small boat. Everything that you own or that's important to you is in the boat with you. Suddenly, the waves start to fill the boat and your boat starts to sink unless you throw some stuff overboard. And that, that's the mental exercise. So what are you not going to throw overboard? What could you throw overboard in order not to drown? And so the items that you decide to throw overboard are some of the things that you could remove from your life. Um, and like the, if the, your house is on fire, what is it that you would save? And of course, it would be your family and your pets. It wouldn't be, you know, things that are unimportant. And you wouldn't spend an extra day at work if your boat was sinking. So really think about it. You know, what, what are your priorities? And then when you start to prioritize your life, you will become less self-sacrificing because you will become self-protecting. And that's what we really need to do. We need to protect ourselves. So, you know, make yourself aware of what's important to you. You can write it down. Like we've talked to, we've talked about this before on the podcast of writing your list of priorities or writing down, you know, your important thoughts so you can see them out on paper and really think about that. If the boat analogy works for you or the your house is on fire, whatever works for you to get you to really narrow your priorities down to just a few small things and then branch out from there because you can always have levels of priorities. You know, you can have your absolute, you know, the house is burning priorities. And then what's your next priority? Is it your hobbies? Is it your, you know, education? Do you need more CE? And what are the priorities beyond that? You know, like I was going to that CE on Monday night and that was a priority for me. I really wanted to do it. So I didn't want to stay at work. I wanted to get to the CE. So really familiarize yourself with that list of priorities. And then the next thing you can do is get yourself out of that self-sacrificing mind cycle that you're on and try to familiarize yourself with resources that you can use to help yourself, you know, protect yourself. And some of those resources are your team that's around you, um, other veterinary professionals. If you're having trouble making priorities or keeping priorities, talk to somebody that's been through it before. You know, I've had small children in the past and now they're grown. And so my priorities are a little different. You know, my kids are still my priority, but I don't have that, you know, I have to rush home at night to get to them. And so if you're having trouble making that distinction between do I stay at work to be the strong leader or do I go home and spend time with my kids and that's a struggle for you, talk to somebody else, you know, get outside your head and let somebody else help you make those priorities because, you know, getting help is half the battle. You really need to focus on your brain and focus on these things in your life in order to set those priorities. There's a tool that I ran across um, also when I was studying um, for this podcast. 
and it's on the AVMA's website, and they call it the Nine Dimensions of Well-Being. Um, and it basically kind of reminds us, it's kind of like the life wheel. Um, the life wheel is something that I've done before, but I, I did it at a CE recently. But basically, it's just dimensions of your well-being. You know, what do you need to be a whole person? And so you can look that up on, on the AVMA website, but it's things like, you know, you have to have physical health, you have to have social health, you have to have spiritual health, um, financial entertainment, environment, you know, these are the kind of things that you have to make a priority in order to be a whole human being and have, you know, mental health and, and, um, you know, whole health, if you want to put it in those terms. And that is overcoming this, this self-sacrificing attitude that we have. So there is a self-assessment tool on the AVMA website that you might want to take. Um, it might help you decide if you're in balance. Um, it'll tell you, you know, what are the positives that you're doing for yourself right now and what are some of the negatives. And that might help you work around, you know, getting these boundaries set. Because if you know in your life and your um, health what your priorities are, what is it that you value, and your, your work can be one of those. I mean, for me, that's absolutely valuable. I love working. I love doing the podcast. I love writing the blogs. I love going to my office and working for my patients and the people that work with me and for me. I love all that. But is, you know, what is my highest priority? Probably not always that. And, you know, there are days when work might be pr your priority and that's okay too. You just got to understand yourself and understand, you know, if you're one of these very highly, you know, harmony people like I am, and, and you really feel yourself always sacrificing for others, you, know, you have to start to learn to set some boundaries. And that will cause you not to go into this hero mode every time something comes up. I had this discussion um, with somebody the other day that I was coaching and they were talking about how overwhelmed they were feeling with their job because there was just so much going on and, you know, every little thing, every time they turned around, somebody was asking them for something and they were just feeling like put upon by all the responsibilities. And, um, you know, I talked to them about you know, why can't you delegate some of these things? Why don't we, um, you know, set some boundaries around this? So we talked about boundaries and how do we set those and how do we decide what is a proper boundary and how do we communicate that to others? You know, you can do that in a kind way. You don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to, you know, get frustrated or upset to set a boundary. You just have to decide ahead of time what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. And if you're in that moment and you're having that internal battle in your head, which I have all the time, you know, all those thoughts that are like, well, you're not a good person if you don't do what this person wants you to do. And if you don't take this on, you know, you might, this person might not like you, you know, all these internal dialogues that we have, just take a deep breath, take a second, think about the request, think about the things on your plate right now, and, you know, really weigh it out with these priorities that you've set for yourself. And then, make your decision and then set your boundaries. Don't, you know, right away say yes, 
because sometimes we we do that and I, I frequently do that to myself. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I had something else on my plate today that I wanted to get done. Um, so maybe I shouldn't have said yes. Maybe I should have said no. And, and it's okay to go through those internal battles of the back and forth and back and forth, but then really stick up for yourself. You know, be strong and realize that setting boundaries is is about taking care of yourself and living the life that you want to live. Because really, truly, that's what this is all about. You know, we want to be the best people we can be. We want to be the best leaders that we can be, the best veterinarians, the best friends, the best parents. That's what it's really all about. And this attitude that we have that we always have to sacrifice ourselves in order to be that good leader and that good person is totally wrong. You know, it just, it isn't true. And, you know, if you say no today and you feel a little bit guilty about it um, and you can get over that, get over that mental hurdle, then you're going to know you made the right decision in the long run. And and that person's going to find help. That person's going to get somebody to take care of them. You know, just like, like our blocked cat from yesterday, which, by the way, didn't really end up coming in. So, you know, that whole thing was an exercise in futility because, it ended up that the the people called back and said the cat was fine and it peed and, you know, it didn't end up being an issue. Um, but, you know, it caused a little mental gymnastics for me. And I had to be a strong, strong leader for myself, you know, because that's part of it. So remember all these things and think about when you want to sacrifice. And, you know, it doesn't mean, and going back to that quote, it doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice everything to be a strong leader. Absolutely not. And you are not a bad person for trying to have a balanced life. So remember that. Remember that, my friends. And, you know, go out there and be strong and have a great life because that's what we all want to do. So thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you have any suggestions or comments or questions, feel free to contact me by email. I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment on the Facebook page that I have out there for my blogs and um, let me know what you need because that's what it's all about. We all need to take care of each other. Have a good week. Bye.